everyone. Wow, I was expecting the open there. I must have hit the wrong button. But, hey, that's all right. We're here, ready to go. And, of course, welcome to another Gadget Talk. And I've really been looking forward to this one. The Tricastus on this one is going to be doing the Magic Blocks. Uh, Chad, you got off tonight where you don't even have to do build a gadget tonight, but you got the parts there to build it. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. I this should. is the best type of episode for me. <laughs> you get to sit back and and watch. So, mm-hmm. you, so we'll be. I'll be commanding, of course, the chat room and everything like that tonight and watching that. But before we get going, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, promote our sponsors, and then we got some announcements that are some things that are coming up next month that we really want to talk to you guys about. So, but here we go with our sponsors. If you would like to become a patron, click on the Become a Patron link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website, or head over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details patrons get the now famous blackout coins and other geocaching items during the year support levels start as low as the bison tube level which is only three dollars a month logwork the creators of the fantastic logbook made with genuine right in the rain paper the logbook's designed for the micro containers of the present and future geared towards the hider who'd rather go caching than doing cash maintenance find them at logwork.com that's l-o-g-w-e-r-k.com All right, so the big announcement, and a lot of us have already seen this. We've been talking about it on Geocache Talk already. But January 30th is Worldwide CacheCon 2021, and that is going to be eight hours of some phenomenal um, – each hour is going to be a little bit different. So we're going to have here from HQ, from from uh, Brian Roth there at HQ. We're going to be doing a whole bunch of different stuff. There's maybe some tours we're going to be talking about. Um, but that's going to be on January 30th, 30th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. Um, there's also a gadget showcase that we're going to have on there, which I, I'm looking forward to that one because get to see a lot of different gadgets. And we are trying to get people from all around the world to showcase the gadgets they have built to help inspire and everybody around the world. So, Chad, what, what, what do you got kind of lined up? Have you been able to get anything lined up for – uh, CashCon yet? Um, a couple things lined up. Working on some some things that are going to be in it, but I don't I don't know if we should talk about it. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah there, working like, on some, some, few, some few things. Right. There's some really cool stuff that's being planned, and there's going to be some prizes going along. But we'd love to, you, everybody in the chat room to really push this and uh, tag us with the uh, use the hashtag um, WWCC21. Uh, just tag us in that because we're following that. That would be really great. I see Gary's in the chat room tonight. I saw uh, Dave, DJW House is in there. Everybody, the Pizza Ninja, thanks for everybody. OzFox, all y'all, thank you for joining us tonight or this morning for OzFox, who's in Australia. Uh, thank you for joining us. Um, but we are really going to have a lot of fun at CashCon. Uh, a lot of different things going to be going on. There's going to be some music, and you can also go to the Geocache Talk uh, website at geocache talk forward slash wwcc21, and you'll see a whole lineup of all, what's going to happen each hour, or a basic lineup, not everything that's going to happen because it's all still being planned here and there. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so really looking forward to it, and I I, I can't wait. It's going to be a fun fun day. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. So, And then also wanted to remind everybody to go to the shop um, on the geocachetalk.com website. 
Um, if you go down to shop, you can actually go on there and you can purchase the coins and the package deals for the uh, different podcasts. Uh, or you can go to the chromaprint.com as well um, if you want to. But it's the easiest way is just to go to the bottom of our webpage uh, there yep. and click on shop. I think it's actually click on store and that'll take you to to it right there. And there's the shirts on on there and you got your coins. And if you're a patron, you should have a coupon for a special deal for your coins. Yes. So lots and lots of fun, lots and lots of different things going on. But y'all didn't come here for us to talk about that. Y'all came here for Tricacious and the Magic Blocks. Um, so this that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so let's go for it. Yep. Oh, great. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I made this geocache called Magic Blocks. My, the Girl Scout group that I showed it to first, they actually named it for me. But it's uh, inside an ammo can. And there's four four blocks in there. You have to take each block out. And then you have to line them up in the right order to get the numbers to light up. I don't know if that will show up on there or not. But but if you I'm put them together, to they light up. Yeah, the lighting. I can, I can see the LED right there. Yeah. So in order, put them together, and then it lights up the the combination. If I can figure it out. You've got to get them in the right orders. But So inside each one of these is a... Uh, two double A's and there are uh, reed switches and the reed switch the way it works is when you bring a magnet up to it it turns it on or it can turn it off there's two different types of switches the yep that's the inside of the ones I've got so there you can see the this seven segment LED on the on the front and then the two batteries are kind of wedged in there on this this that particular build the one i've got now i've got actually a bigger case and i was able to use regular battery cases so you don't have to goof with it as much as i did uh, but so like i say there's uh the read switches there's normally open and normally closed so a normally closed one would always be on and if you put the switch or put a magnet next to it, it shuts it off. Where a normally open would be off all the time unless you put a switch or magnet next to it. And uh, I don't know if anybody knows what type of magnet this is. There might be a couple of farming people out there, but uh, <laughs> so this a big magnet. Like you say it's a what? It's a, a big, big magnet. magnet. <laughs> it's a cow magnet, actually. We actually give these to cows, and then they. Uh, if they happen to come across any metal, it'll stick to that magnet instead of getting punctured through their intestines. And But it sits in their stomach in the bottom and collects all the little metal pieces they accidentally chew up. But uh, So there you learn something about cows. But anyway, so like I say, read switches, normally open or normally closed, and you can do different things with them to uh, create different caches. Uh, so the ones we're using are normally open so that switches off until you put a magnet next to it. So on our cases, uh, let's see. 
on our cases, we have uh, a magnet on one side and then the reed switch on the other. So when it comes together, then it would light up. They say, I suppose it's, you kind of see it, but. So when they come together, then they light it up and you have the, the magnet and the reed switches in different locations on the, so you have to line them in the right order. So that's what really I ended cool. up doing, what's that? that? That's just really cool. And there's several people in the in the chat room said, yeah, that's a cow magnet. We got just funding our way, said that's a cow magnet. Uh, adios. There you go. Cow, LOL. What? And then <laughs> Pizza Ninja, cow magnet. Yeah, th that's an awful big pill to swallow, I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't seem to mind that we've got uh, – I help a couple of different cattle – uh, cattlemen years ago, and and the, yeah, they had some pills that were that big to give them. But <laughs> so then on the LEDs that I'm using, there's there's a seven segment, and uh, Chad had pointed out there's a 14 segment one also, and with these seven segments, you can uh, touch different terminals to light up each one of that each uh, terminal each segment so a b c d all the way around uh the center ones on the back there's uh 10 10 uh terminals so the two middle ones on the top and bottom are the ground negative side and then the outside ones will uh, turn on each different segment that's around the the seven segments and then uh you have to use, with all the LEDs, you have to use a, a resistor so it doesn't draw too much current from the battery and blow out the LEDs. So on this little demonstration, I've got a, a little resistor on it and connected to positive and negative. So depending on which, which segment I touch, I don't know if you can see that or not. Depending on which segment you touch, it lights up the different, different sections. Like say, you have to connect the negative to the center center one, and then positive to the other ones. And normally, when you use an LED segment like this, you would put a resistor on the positive side because with each segment getting lit up, it draws more current. So, on mine, I just put it to the negative because it didn't really make any difference if they are different bright or dim so i was able to uh, just put it on one use one resistor not i might not be the right way to do it but it seems to have been working for me so far so on my cases the cache that i built i was actually using a little smaller case than what i've used now with my the little cases, it was a lot tighter. I wasn't able to get uh, the battery box that I used. With this bigger one, I'm able to stick, get the battery case in there, and and, and I've got plenty of room for uh, the wires and everything. The other ones are a lot tighter with the smaller cases that I used. But you can see that I've got one reed switch here, and I've got a magnet top and bottom for the next boxes to the right or left of it that's really and then cool. you can 
and all these all the parts for this build are on the website um here on, on geocache talk is geocache talk forward slash um magic blocks and you can go there and though there's the links are all on there uh, for you to go ahead and get these parts as well so you can always go check those out now uh, i have one question there chad so one of the reasons why you're using that bigger one as well is because that has the uh seal in it right for waterproofing those yeah definitely you don't worry it's well, it's inside an ammo can, so I guess I'm not worried about it. But, yeah, both that small case does have a, a little rubber seal that you press in around the lid, and it does make a really nice tight seal. Just press that around in the opening, and and then there's four screws that hold it together. It's And it's a durable case. Uh, like I say, that cache that I have there has been out for quite a few years, and I, I haven't had any problem with it. I've never replaced the batteries in it or anything yet. Yeah, that was my next question is your the if you've had experiences on different types of batteries what last longer. Yeah, these are just regular alkaline that I had been using. They, you know, I, I debated on putting lithium ion ones in it, but uh, the the alkalines have lasted for several years already. And they, it doesn't draw that much current. So it it is I I think it works really well for me. And that's really cool. And if you are a patron of G uh, Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, you actually got to see this in the patron feed this last weekend. I thought it was actually kind of funny that he had that in there. And of course, I saw you, Chad, um, Tricashus, jump in there and say, hey, we're doing the build on that this week. And so <laughs> that was really a lot of fun. So if, if you are a patron of Joshua, uh, go check out the video. We actually see him actually doing this exact cache. So now you get to learn how to make it. Yeah, when he was down here the first time, he had I knew he had done that cache, and I thought, well, I wonder why he hasn't put that video out yet. And and then this weekend, I seen that he sent it out to the patrons because my phone number was visible all over the container. So, but uh, yeah, it's it was kind of neat to see it, knowing that I was going to be on the show today. And yeah, I thought that was, that really was cool. kind of funny. Mm -hmm. I was hoping that he would be in the chat room tonight. Uh, getting to see how actually how to make it so <laughs> yeah i might text him and find out where is he where is he at <laughs> so on on the uh container like i say I, I mapped out where i want to put my switches or magnets in a row and with these uh with these reed switches, it, you take a drill, a 3 8 inch hole. So I've already actually got this marked out. And then on the reed switches, they have kind of a little bit of a lip. Uh, I don't know if you can see the lip that that's here. So if yeah, you put this that. in that hole, it's going to be raised so i just use a, a just a regular drill countersink and it doesn't take too much just to turn off if i used a drill i would go too deep right away so i just use that to uh so you're just deburring it there deburring it but i'm also countersinking a little bit like i say there's kind of a lip on the edge of this so they don't get pushed all the way through okay. so it's both deburring it, but it's also, like I say, just taking a little bit of that edge off 
so it uh, sits flush. And then I can feed the wire in. And if it's not flush, then I'll push it out and I'll, I'll cut it a little bit deeper. Um, one thing to remember when you're working with plastic is always taking the, a real rough piece of sandpaper because I'm going to be putting glue around around the uh, the magnet and the switches. So I always like to take and, and rough up that spot with some 60 or 80 grit sandpaper to give the epoxy something to grip. And really it's, great it's tip. A, yeah, it really helps a lot, I think. I, the other one was just held together with epoxy and a little bit of hot glue holding all the wires down. And, but, uh, so you can put your magnet in there. And if it's a little bit too deep, we can fill it with uh, auto body compound and fill it in and i with the other ones i had i took and sanded them and then i sprayed it with uh this multi-texture uh paint this particular one is aged iron and it actually looked really nice it's kind of a little bit of a speckle look and you can hardly see the the magnets and and stuff on the sides so it, it blends really quick, blends really well, and and uh, makes makes the project look pretty sharp, I think. Have you tried to install a magnet just on the inside without drilling the hole? No, I haven't actually. I, I did try the the other style reed switches that you were using, the mm -hmm. little crystal ones, and it you yeah. it does work that way because uh, the boxes aren't that thick and. Depending on the magnet you put in there too, I suppose. But if uh, this seemed to work for me, it was fairly rigid, and and like I say, you couldn't see the. Uh, once you paint this, you can't can't see the circle or anything. So once once you put them in, then I then like I say, I roughed up the the magnets also and switch and then I put epoxy around it to hold it in place and it makes a pretty durable package. Then we have to get, you can use this style battery case or you can use the open one. I kind of like this one because it, there's no way the batteries are going to pop out of it. Somebody drops them. I do pack uh, foam and stuff around the pieces to keep, keep the thing all solid. Like I say, every once in a while, people will drop them or something, and you want to make it as durable as durable as you can. But I, I like this box, like I say, because it's got this cover on it. Uh, I don't necessarily care for the switch that's on them, but but it shouldn't be a problem. I wouldn't expect. Yeah, as long as you leave the switch on, you'll be good. I would hope, yeah. Yep. Do you change the screws out on your uh, container fronts there to their uh, any of the security screws or so someone can't take them apart? You know, I never have. You know, it probably would be a smart thing to do. Most of the time I use uh, um, a combination of screws. But on these cases, I never did swap them out. And I didn't. Sometimes I'll fill them with epoxy. But on this, I didn't because I want to be able to swap, swap the battery in and out and and make that work nice. in case I need to do 
do anything with them. But so far, that's that's worked good. I haven't had any problems with it. Yeah. So Dan Monroe says he he's used the same reed switches and it works fine. With and he didn't drill the holes in his. Um, and then I guess. I guess a lot of people have the monkey issue where they'll take the two things and start banging them together and try and get them to work. Um, so, right. yeah, so that's something else that he was saying as well. Um, and Roma cats, um, I was asking if there's any problems with leaking batteries and you were just saying you've had them in there for years and never had a problem. So yeah, I've, I've never had a problem with them. Uh, so I probably should knock on wood, but uh, so far I haven't had any, I don't know how many years it's been out. And Dan, actually he came down here from, uh, Ohio, and this was one of the caches I had on the bench when uh, he came to visit, uh, when he came out to find my caches. So he actually, I think he actually put his out before I actually put mine out. But uh, he, he made a copy of, of mine and put out in Ohio. And I think he's got more favorites on his than I do. Nice. So if anybody wants to visit Dan Moore's cache just like this, the GC code's right there, GC78H1. Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he flew in uh, to Fargo, rented a car, and then came to Gilby and geocached for a couple of days, uh, zipped up into Canada for a day, and then I think basically ran, went back home. That's all he did is come up to Gilby and, and a little bit into Canada. So it was fun to meet him and come out and visit with us. Well, that's what everybody does to Disney, too. They just go into Florida or California. They go to Disney, and that's all they do. So mm -hmm. it's the same yeah. thing for Gilby, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Geocachers. Yeah, I need to plan a trip to get your caches. We all, I do, too. I do, too. No, they, are, they aren't near as fancy as your guys. You guys have some pretty amazing caches that I see. Room for oh, cats. What and, I've seen. Uh, <laughs> it's just crazy. Seen, see it. Yeah. I'm going to have to get into 3D printing, it looks like, it, at some point. Yeah, it's. I'm just getting into it. And Chad's been in a little bit longer. Uh, Dave's in, Dave, uh, DJ Double House is in the chat room. He's been in it for quite a while and really been diving into it. And so, yeah, it's trying to add different things to, to some stuff. So, and of course, I, if you see me looking off, I'm checking a print that's going on right now over here. Um, I'm actually printing a t-rex skull for my son um that he he wanted so i've just got that kind of going right now as we're going um but and chat's printing on your side too but <laughs> i don't have a camera pointed at mine though <laughs> i don't have my build camera on but uh, yes i am printing it's been printing for 13 hours and there's 39 minutes left so oh yay almost so done and i can restart it, it and let it print and then when i get home tomorrow it'll be done again cool so where so, do you find all the 3D stuff you're looking at? Um, so I go to a website called Thingiverse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's it's a people post stuff on there for free. You can tip the designer if you want to, which I have a few times um, for it. But it, it's pretty much free download. They're sharing their designs with it, and you can you can download it. Then you just got to slice it. And you can change it any way you want, or move it into your own CAD program to adjust it. They have a. <laughs> geocaching folder then that i can look at or you can go in there on thingiverse derek might be able to pull well i don't know yeah pull up oh, a page me, and if you type if in geocaching or geocache it will pull up everything that has the geocache name in it 
So there's logos, there's, you know, different, I think Derek has a, a thing there he printed that's a, a log or something. Um, yeah. There's lots of different types of containers, like a pine cone and a rock and uh, just lots of different stuff. So there you go. Um, so that's geocaching stuff. And there's probably, when he gets to the bottom, you'll actually be able to see, it probably goes on for pages and pages and pages. So, so all, all I got to do is buy a 3D printer. I can sell mm -hmm. all the tools I have in my shop and no. I can uh, make, no, make you don't all sell that those. stuff, right? You never get rid of those. <laughs> you never get rid of tools. Never. Yeah, don't, don't do that. So, um, but it's, it's a fun thing. We'll be actually talking more about 3D printing next week. So um, we'll, have, we'll save some of that for next week's episode, but I would recommend it. And, you know, next week will be great to go over it because, you know, hopefully we've a lot of people have received 3D printers for, you know, the holidays. So, um, yeah, catch people up on it. So oh, here's, here's a awesome. question from Rumbacats uh, asking, have you ever considered resin casting parts? Very quick and repeatable uh, and making um, same parts like uh, Cryptex rings and such. I, I've seen that that he had done quite a bit of that stuff, and I have never done any of that. Uh, I, I studied it a little bit, looked how it's get how to do it. I actually use epoxy in, in work, but I've never never done any resin casting. It looks pretty interesting. Nice. So well, let's get back to world. finishing yep. this building, then we can talk. I want to <laughs> resin cast too, so I actually need yeah. to talk to Ruma Cats about that or watch the episode again. <laughs> So yeah. Oh, oh did he chat? He'll be hey. back in just a second. All right. So as One we're paused here for a second, <laughs> ahead, I was looking at uh, Oz Fox, and I started laughing earlier. It says um, he's taking hard drives apart to get magnets. Does this mean he needs to take a cow apart? <laughs> no. You would have no, to I... if uh, the magnets if it swelled the magnet. Yeah, but I think I'm just going to leave the magnet there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh one thing you could do too that i can go over uh while we're waiting here is you i have done several projects where i use seven segment displays and this is one of them with an arduino system here let me shut this light off and so um it just flashes different things you could actually make it do a circle like it's thinking um lots of different things so lots of options with this and you just do the the exact just like he showed the pin out you have your common to the top and bottom middle, and then the rest of them are numbered, which is on the the uh, little display there. But yeah, that's right. so many different things you can do with these. Because I As know well, we're just about to get into where everything is placed on on those, uh, what activates each. Um, so I don't know if you how yeah, this would so work. As we're waiting for Chad to come back in. Yeah, let me see if. This one here is easier for me to read. Okay. So you have your common in the middle on the top and bottom. Oh, I'm using my arrow on my computer, which doesn't show. I was through. doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you have your, your your middle on your top and bottom is your common. Uh, and then on the side of it, number, so sorry, the top uh, left is number 10. Um, and so if you look at number 10 is G, uh, and then you look in the middle, G is the center line going across. Um, so if you want that to light up, you'd hook your positive or your, or your you know, your feed line to number 10, right? Uh, right. If you want, you know, C, then if you want to make a, you know, a large C, you'd have A hookup. So if you look for A as number seven, 
which is the very top one, and then you'd need B, which is number six, and then you'd go down below to number C, which is number four, and then over to D, uh, which is number two. Now, these also have a period or, or decimal point on them if you want to end up using that, but it's it's fairly simple to, to do. Well, once you get it, it's really as simple, and this really explains it a lot. So as well as you can make if you go online, you can find things like this, and there's actually a huge lists of what you can make. So it tells you what you need for zero, one, two, three, four, all the way um, up to to nine. And then, uh, oh, I see nine goes down below. And then it has different letters. So you can go online and find all this as well. And then what we talked about earlier is the same thing with the 14 segment and the seven segment. The 14 segment is easier to make numbers. So you can make like the N for November, whatever, you can make a lot more uh, characters with a 14 segment. So you just need to go online and again, Google 14 segment displays and this these diagrams will pop up all over the place. That's really cool. Um, and I was just looking over here. Um, we were talking about resin casting. Um, Rumbacats is up for another show to do show on resin casting. So, Oh, well, I will send you a message. We're always up for having guests on. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and one more thing we can go over here, um, is I was thinking about this. And so Chad uses these, which is a great container, but I, I keep lots of these containers, different sizes in, and I was thinking, what could I do to make it smaller? So you have these smaller containers like this, which is fraction of the size, um, but you can't fit a battery in it. So my thought was. And this is kind of funny when he was building, I was actually collecting these parts is um, <laughs> using a, uh, the, the CR 2032 battery, which I just have okay. a battery holder here. Um, this is my generic test one. So it doesn't look good. You can get them like this. Right. Uh, right. And then you don't need a resistor with these if you don't want to, uh, because it's only three volts. Uh, and so, it's not going to blow up the bulb. Make sure I put that in the right way. Um, so if you take it in and you put it on there, this LED doesn't have a resistor on it there. And that's a micro LED, so it's really, really small. Yeah, um, I just saw that you got those in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we do a lot of Lego stuff, and so um, I use those for Lego builds. So um, if you take this and hook it to common, which I hope this wire is be the right size, and then, you know, you can take your pause and hook to anything else. It will actually light up that figure and you don't need the, the uh, resistor on it. So you wouldn't have this long of a wire and you wouldn't need the LED on here. So you could actually take this thing and you can put it in a very compact space um, container. And if you used one of these reed switches like we've used on our show before. One of the plastic reed switches. Yeah, exactly. Um you know, and then they actually come with a little magnet set of magnets too. I think yeah, those bright. are really uh, tiny magnets. Would that go through the plastic to if you had, or would question. you have to drill out? I'm not, I'm not set up to test, so I'm not sure. Um, so, anyways, if you see it, I mean, this stuff, the reed switches in there, and the battery pack, and this, it would it would last a while because it's only drawing power when it's connected. And these these batteries here, we run them on a one LED. Um, for and they will run for two days without shutting off, right? So, and and Dave, 
DJW House is saying there's a half AA size batteries at 3.7 volts, another option as well. Yeah. So just an option, um, you know, I'm sure they won't last as long as, as uh, Chad's uh, will with the two AA's, but it's an option if you want something a little bit smaller. Right. I know he, I know Chad was having some issues with his internet earlier. Um, so uh, he looks like he's still having some issues. Um, but Hey, the show does go on. And so we'll, until he gets to back on here, we'll keep on talking. Um, yeah. So. What you show us your 3d <laughs> print, your green thing that did you already show that? Yeah. I, I was kind of hitting over there a little bit. So it's over there no, printing right now. The one you printed the, Oh, Oh, the Oh, this crypto text thing, right? So, or yeah, no, this it, one. It's the yeah. uh, hidden maze. This was actually, see, I got my 3D printer for Christmas and it's almost been printing constantly since then. Um, but I've been printing little different things for the printer and Chad is back in now. So, but this was the first <laughs> um, actual geocache I've made um, for with my 3D printer and it's finished this morning. Um, so it took for the, this piece here. It took 13 hours to print, and then the actual tube in the maze, it took uh, like six and a half, seven hours. So it was just a lot of fun. Uh, it's really, I enjoy doing this. I've been wanting one of these for a really long time, and I finally printed one for myself. So <laughs> Nice. Well, welcome back, Chad. Well, I hope you couldn't hear the swearing over there. No. <laughs> I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> That's good. I don't know what's going on. Never had problems here before. That's what happens yeah. when you do live podcasts. Right. Yep. We've got fiber optic running in all the houses around here. So I would have thought I had plenty of internet before, but I don't <laughs> know. We, we are having a little bit of snow, so maybe that's something. Yeah. Yeah. We'll blame it on the weather. That's it. There you go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what I do all Sorry the time. About, sure. Sorry about that. Oh, no worries. Uh, so you, you guys were talking about all kinds of fun stuff, too, while I'm gone, I imagine. Yeah, we, we dove a little bit into some of the, the seven-segment display a little bit. Um, and we we're talking about some different power options as well, even making it even how we might be able to make it even smaller. Um, but we're kind of diving into that. But we want to see you finish up on this build. So we're going to let you take it away again. Okay, we'll try to see how long it lasts. So, so once I get, uh, you know, I can set my battery in place. And I've got two magnets on this one, the reed switch. I've got a 100-ohm uh, resistor connected to one of the commons. You only have, there's a common on both sides in the, in the center uh, is both common. You only need to connect to one. And then the others are all uh, the positive side. So I have to decide what, what I want to use for my... Uh, uh, Number, so I'm going to make this one real easy. We're going to use just, we're going to use, a, uh, we're going to use a one. That's going to be the simplest one. And I can, I can turn on my battery and then I can touch, figure out which, which ones light it up. So we're going to connect to. We're going to connect to this this uh, terminal and that terminal. So we just have to put power power to one, and then from here power to that one, 
and we'll be able to uh, fire that. Could you go that to what size rock. resistor you're using? On this one, I'm using a uh, 100 ohm. You can use, there, there is a table that tells you what you're supposed to use as far as uh, how many LEDs you put together. But I, I've been using 100 ohm, and it's, it's working for me, I guess. Uh, I'm sure there's smarter people than me that know what they're doing, and uh, they uh, use the correct ones. But 100 ohm works for me. Yeah, I think it's bright enough. Uh, the little demonstration I had over here, I've got a 540, and it is quite a bit dimmer. Uh, but it, it, like I say, it still works. But if you have too big of a resistor, of course, then it, it doesn't let enough current go through. Uh, so I like to tin all my wires. This is just flux. I like to use flux on, on my wires also. So for the audio listeners, what Chad's doing is he's he's added some flux to his wires and now he's taking a soldering iron and adding this the and tinning his the wires as he's going through it. And those that you don't know what tinning is, it's just putting solder on the wire itself to bring everything together. And it also uh, strengthens the wire. And it makes it a lot easier when you're actually soldering the wire to your terminal as well. So that's just what tinning is. Um, really great to do that, especially if, you have, if, you don't, if you're not using solid core um, wire. So. All right. Yeah, I like to have... If you use any kind of screw terminals, right. uh, it's better to use a tinned wire in. Yeah, I, I like to tin them just because it uh, it's quicker to join together, I believe. Yes, because they already soldered. The yep. tinning already started. Already soldered together. Yep. So since I've got, I have to make two connections, I'm going to solder these, these two together to start with. And let's see. On, on the other ones, I had uh, removed all the, the terminals that I didn't want to make it easier to get at. On this one, I think we'll be able to do it without that. And I haven't, uh, I don't usually use uh, shrink tube on them. Because after I get the wires put together, I'll, I'll uh, cover it with hot glue. And no, it's not easy right. to do this on camera. No, it's not. It really is not. Because <laughs> yep. everybody's, well, it it's, like it's, your, it's your everybody's staring at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks like you're tinning the middle one. Is that correct? Are you tinning the first one? Uh, the very first one, yeah. Yep, I hopefully I got the right one. That's G, which is the center line. Uh, no, I, I think we're looking oh, at it backwards. This would be B. B and C are the two I'm trying to connect to. Because this, yeah, this is this would be the top, okay. and that's the bottom. 
Um, B and C. Yeah, so it's flipped. So hopefully I got it right. Oh, we'll find out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, there's a cat in the background. Yeah, I just saw. Yeah, I've, I've got a bunch of unhappy cats. I locked them out of the shop. And I, I'm surprised <laughs> my dog isn't scratching at the... So the last show I was at on, yeah, the cats decided they wanted to come in. So that's that's fine. I don't think we've we've had very few guests on Gadget Talk that have not had cats that has made an appearance. Yes. Yeah, and this yeah. this particular cat, he's not as friendly as most of them, so he's usually uh, skittish. So I'm surprised he he must have figured out that nobody's around that he can have the run of the place. <laughs> so look at that! I did get a one. All right. So I take my cow magnet and put it next to it. But, but like I say, I type, take and uh, I'll take and put foam around these pieces. To keep that battery still. Another sure great. That, that's a great idea. Yeah. Like, like you said, you know, people are throwing them around and dropping them. And so you want it to be as durable as you can. I'll put. Uh, and like where, do you, where do you get your foam? It's it probably came from from some packing. I found something I bought, I suppose. And then. Uh, heating up my heat gun. All right. Hot glue gun. Yeah, I don't know how you guys have your shop so clean. I, I, I can't understand how you can. You know, you I don't see I've the got, entire shop. The table is covered with stuff. I can't. Uh, I can't hardly do anything in here. I have a table you, like that. You don't see it. Okay. You don't see how my shop is during the week, just during podcast days. Okay. Yeah, I could understand how you guys look. It looks so straightened out and. My drawers yeah, have to be organized. That drives me nuts to have this stuff organized. But a shop top, my bench top gets to be, and I just actually widen it by two and a half feet, and it gets <laughs> full of stuff, right? And then it's like I have no place to put stuff, and stuff's falling off, and I'm like, darn it. So, yeah, that's how it is. But my drawers, I have to keep them neat. That drives me nuts. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a 52-inch table saw over here that I converted it to 20-inch because I've got so much stuff on the one end I can't use it. Uh, so. <laughs> So if I got to cut something bigger than 20 inches, I got to clean. But that's normal here. So like I say, I, I've taken and uh, this particular one, I epoxied the LED segments in there, roughed up the backside again, and put uh, epoxy all over there. And I don't want these thin little wires to be uh, bouncing around, so I'll dump a bunch of hot glue in there and uh, a tip that I use once in a while is if I want to cool it off fast I'll use uh, a canned, canned uh, air tip it upside down and blow it on that hot glue and it uh, it's really cold so it, it makes the hot glue uh, solid right away oh, that's a great idea yeah and another quick tip so if I'm run out of glue, I'll put a little bit on one end and stick it on the end of it. And then I can continue to 
putting hot glue down. All these like I say, I like and tips are great. <laughs> yeah, I, I like uh, being able to put the hot glue on, spray it a little to cool it down, and then it, it makes it hard just about right away. I'm going to steal an idea from you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have more compressed air now. I have two cans of compressed air that's been sitting here for over a year. I'm like, that might come in handy sometime, right? There you go. <laughs> Never mm -hmm. used them. They've been sitting right over here. Now I have a reason to use them. Right. So I got mine right here by my computer. So yeah, now I yeah. We're... <laughs> but yeah, it, it really works good with the hot glue. Like I say, instead of having to wait for it and they end up putting your finger in it and burn them. But uh... yeah, that man, if I would have known this earlier, I would have kept some fingerprints. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> So once I get that put together, I know this is the number one. I'll put a block in here to keep the the battery from flopping around some more. And the one thing I, when I was uh, playing around with this earlier, when I took my old ones apart, I was trying to connect them together and get it to light up. Well, here I had taken it off, but then I rotated my screen, rotated the LED, so it wouldn't read uh, the right. So it took me a long time to figure out what I had done wrong until I figured out that I had put the uh, rotated that top piece. So it wouldn't read the read switch. It it would read the read switch, but it I had to rotate the. Number the, would be in the wrong direction. Yeah. The number was on the wrong. Yeah, the number was upside down compared to where it was supposed to be. So. Guess I skipped a step. We got so, like I say, I like these cases because they've got this rubber, rubber strip you can push in there. Yeah. And work work your way around there. Um, and it, it it makes it. It's a nice case. It's it's very durable. Like you say, it's water air watertight. Uh, but get it get it back together and. So then, so when you put these two together, it should light light that up. So. so three, four, one. Yep, that's what got started anyway. And I might nice. You know, yeah, it's kind of a neat idea. I've I've used it. I've got another cache that I built that instead of the blocks, you, there's a a magnet. A magnet that is in a piece that you got to put in a certain spot, and there's LED that uh, it lights up the combination. Also, and kind of the basic, the same, same, same idea that this is, but you don't have to play with blocks, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I enjoy, like I say, read switches. There's so many fun things you can do with them. I think there are. Uh, Derek, I know you had is a Tanagram. That was yeah. read switches, right? Mm -hmm. That was all read switches. That was the little plastic ones. I uh, actually got the idea from Chad. Uh, so he showed me something. I was like, hey, that's really cool. This was in an ammo can. It's back there somewhere behind you, I'm, I'm sure, Chad. <laughs> it's on that shelf. Back there. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to like, man, I want to put this into a, uh, a birdhouse. So that's where I did that one. And in fact, I've been painting that one uh, over, the, over the break. So that one's been been continually working on that one um 
So Trisha asked uh, about the, uh, she missed the part where we talked about the cases. So these are project cases. Uh, if you go on Amazon, um, you can search project cases. Um, or if even you better, go to the web website, you can go to our, our Amazon and buy them, <laughs> actually, which helps the website, helps us. But uh, we have a list of them. Derek has everything posted up there. So you can actually click on it and it'll take you right to the, the case itself. So and it, that should yeah. have the build list and everything, the build parts and everything. Then you just have to go back and rewatch the uh, podcast to yep. while while you're building it on your own. And that and the podcast is right here, so you'll be able to watch it again right here on the page. So that's it's already labeled out for you, so it's all ready to go. And when you get the uh, look at those read switches, make sure you're getting the right ones. It's on that link, it actually has both open and close. So you want to make sure you're getting the open. Uh, read switches. Otherwise, it's on all the time. Right. So then after you make the cases, you have to make sure that they don't get stuck in the, the ammo can. Uh, so they have to be separated. Otherwise, otherwise they will turn on. So make sure you, you've got a way of separating them and uh, they can't slide around and accidentally con you know, get too close to each other and turn on. But well, yeah, it's it's been a fun cache. Uh, most people, most people seem to figure it out fairly easy. I think. Roomba Cats has a question about the. Uh, do you ever have any read switches that stick together after they're stay closed after you remove the magnet? Uh, I had a. Uh, Joshua did a video on the puzzle cache I made. That was a picture of my path tag and that one I did that one was sticking and what that one when you put the puzzle pieces in the right spot there was a, uh, a magnetic coil that opened up the latch well when the latch would go back closed the spring would push it closed I think it was generating power and that's when it was goofing up so okay. I ended up putting a, uh, a diode in there actually I might have even used an LED but I put a diode in there so the power can't go backwards through the, the reed switch. Uh, it didn't seem to be happening when, when it was opening. It was always happening when it was closing that it was freezing. But with this these blocks, I haven't had them lock up at all. Yeah, I've had the issue with some of the LED screens. When you, when you activate the latch, um, the screen will actually get scrambled because it's getting feedback from the latch. And so I'd put a right. diode in there to to eliminate any feedback so that's a great idea uh case the case holding these boxes is really nice uh what did you use as the base is is the wood foam or plastics i think he's talking about yeah inside your yep yep so i'm a carpenter so everything is wood uh i like to use uh if it's outside i always, I always build my containers out of uh, trex decking uh, I'll build a deck once in a while and accidentally order too much material. And <laughs> and uh, so I have plenty of decking to work with. Hopefully my neighbor isn't listening, but uh, she, 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 she has a lot of containers out there. <laughs> nice. Okay. And that's, but, as yeah, like that said, tracks it's really cool how that came together and um, the multiple layers and all that, how the, how you keep those separated in that ammo can. It's really cool. I like, I love that. 
yeah, that didn't occur to me right off the bat that I had to keep them apart. Like I say, they slide around, and they, of course they're going to come together at some point. So, yeah. So, you Do know, you want to share guys, that GC? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Do you want to share the GC code? Uh, for this cache that you have out there, or do you want to keep it a secret? If you, you want to share it, you know it. That's fine. <laughs> I okay. don't know that I, I have. Know. I know it. Oh, to share I could, it, yeah, I could I look know. it up quick enough. Probably quicker but, to look uh, it up than me, but I like hmm. to share the codes if we can. That way, people can put it on their watch list, or if they're in the area, they know what to look for. But they could also look you up by name on the geocaching app as well. Sure. Yep. Try caches. Uh, GC code is GC seven R CC one gc7 rcc1 at the moment it's uh disabled because i've got it in the shop so <laughs> beat me to that so don't go and get yeah. that tonight don't and get like tonight. i say dan yeah dan monroe he uh he built i i hadn't seen his i think he may have sent me a picture but uh yeah he i think his has been out a little longer than mine after he came and visited and uh He's he's got a higher percentage favorite points on his than I do, so that's always fun. But yeah, he he was he was a fun guy to have around. Yeah, favorite points yeah. is one of those things. He, I don't know anybody that's hundred percent favorite points, so I've kind of quit now, worrying about getting them or not. Yeah. Right. Now my mind mm -hmm. is running like crazy. How I might be able to use some of these seven segment displays in a in a birdhouse. Yep. So yeah, look for that film soon. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's it's so dirt simple. I mean, when I when I figured it out, I thought, well, that's easy enough to do. Uh, so yeah, then of course I've got my little Ziploc bag of ideas and seven segment displays are in a few of them. Now, didn't I win that Ziploc bag during the last podcast? Didn't we have an auction on that? I don't recall. I guess that, I that slipped my an mind. auction or yeah. something was going on okay. about that bag. Yeah, I, I don't think I received a check. So <laughs> oh. I thought you were getting half of it, Chad, and I was getting the other half. Yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> well, you know the, how bad the mail's been, the uh, shipping's been delayed over this Christmas because of all this mess going on. So maybe it's, it's it, it'll arrive sooner or later. I'm sure that's checks yeah. in the mail, too. Yeah, checks in the mail. That's yeah, yeah, yeah it's in the mail. Famous <laughs> <laughs> So. But like I say, it's it's real simple, real simple to build. I think anybody can do it. If they have any questions, people they certainly can get a hold of me. Uh, I'm happy to help if I can, except for Jerry. Genies uh, can. <laughs> yeah, Jerry was wondering where all his deck stuff went, and I guess now he knows. Oh, that's right. I built him a deck too. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, yeah, if you want to share any way people can get a hold of you, um, you're welcome to do that. Um, otherwise, they can email us here at the Gadget Talk podcast at gmail.com uh, with any questions that we can forward them on to you uh, as well. If you don't have any. Yeah. Contact. They can get through get to me through the geocaching website, I'm sure. It'll OK, much difficult. Uh, but yeah, it's a fun. Like I say, if anybody's interested in making one, they got any questions, I'm happy to help out with any of the caches I've built. The, the geocaching blogger had been out and visited quite a few of mine and put them on the internet. I see, and and uh, it's it's fun to see them playing around with them. I, I, I enjoy uh, hearing the stories after people find them and try to figure out how they got in. 
Yeah, I've I, after seeing his videos, it's like okay, I got to get up there. So, to me, yeah, that's really, the best part of logs is reading them, right? Knowing about your experience, seeing your experience, and hearing about it, yeah. uh, and even watching. Sometimes I get to watch people um, find the caches, and it's just it's fun. Mm -hmm. That's why I make them. Yeah. yeah, the end end of September, we're going to have a Gilby Gone Wild event again. We had one this year, kind of scaled it back quite a bit. Uh, we ended up with a, uh, I want to say it was close to 100 people, uh, but we, and that was scaled back. So the end of September sometime, we're going to have an event in Gilby again, if everything gets straightened out with the world. But yeah, we'll sounds like we need a podcast trip. Sounds like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Come we'll, talk up to Gary about it. we'll talk to Gary and yeah. know about it. Yep. Yeah. Come up and do the Fargo Moorhead Geo Tour. And actually, I think the, this these blocks are going to be uh, put into that uh, Geo Tour this when I get them finished up. Geo needs another cache, he says. So. Nice. Yep. Ozfox says it makes it look easy. And once again, if you're looking for the build parts, you can go and get those online um on at the geocachetalk.com forward slash magic blocks and there's your parts list is already on there and then you get to watch us again as you learn how to put everything back together um, and also if you have any questions go ahead and give us a, send us an email um that's gadget talk podcast at gmail.com i uh, would love to hear from you also don't forget if you are building any of these caches or anything like that please tag us at Gadget Talk Podcast, and that's on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, all those. I don't know if we're on Facebook at Gadget Talk Podcast. Are we, Chad? Yes. It's, it's, it has Facebook. Oh, yeah. yes. We got to. All right. So we got Instagram and uh, t Twitter. You can tag us in that. I would love to see that. See you on that. So, but that's that is phenomenal. Uh, thanks, Chad, for joining us tonight and showing Certainly. us these magic blocks. Really, I know I really enjoyed it, and it's gotten some new creative ideas rolling around in my head for some so for some future builds in my area yeah yeah me too that's, great. <laughs> that's a great concept i mean i never even thought about the use of the read switches for that yeah but i hadn't either and it's it for those that don't want to have to do arduino stuff this is another way to make a smart cache not smart yeah it's so simple like i say <laughs> uh, and that's that's right up my alley simple it's gotta be easy <laughs> So yep. that, that 3D printing and the uh, Arduino stuff, I, I got all the Arduino stuff ready, but I just I haven't pulled the trigger yet. <laughs> I was yeah, showing it's... while you were off taking your break. Um, <laughs> here is something that I actually had made. Let me shut this off again. Uh, with an Arduino using these same type of things. This is actually for a different project I have going on. Um, but okay. just different things you, you can do. You can make them flash. You can make different numbers pop up and down. But sure. It's a, using the exact same wiring you did, the same the same concept, except you added to the Arduino. Right. Yeah. And the Arduino, all it's doing is just sending the signal to, to it, to that line each time. Mm -hmm. So that's just really right. same concept, but just adding that to it. Yep. Yeah. So. But uh, before we go, we want to also mention once again, CashCon coming up. Uh, Cash Worldwide CashCon 2021, January 30th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we've got so much stuff going on. There's going to be a gadget one of the hours. It's a gadget showcase. And we're going to, we're hoping to have a bunch of gadgets from all around the world and the builders showcasing those gadgets. 
So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, it's not a, it's not a podcast. It's going to be more like a, a shower, a shower, not a shower, a show. Um, sorry, it's late here in, in Memphis. It's getting, it's almost not late. It's nine o'clock, but it's been a long day. Uh, but it's, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so that's, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, there's so many different hours. We're going to be talking about trackables, uh, geocaching and how geocaching is for everybody, uh, geocaching around the world. Um, Brian Roth's going to be on there talking to, from doing a keynote speak. So it's just going to be a lot of fun during that. Uh, so go ahead and get, help get the word out and about worldwide cash con and, it's going to be all over the place and it's going to be a lot of fun since we can't really go to any physical events. We figured this would be the closest thing that we could do. So, right. Yeah. It's going to be a blast. I'm looking forward to a lot of things. Uh, people who haven't been to HQ, maybe seen the back workings of HQ. Uh, you have the chance to actually see that and it'll be, it'll be really fun. Um, yeah. You know, so it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. I also wanted to mention to anybody there who has ideas for caches for building, you know, maybe, you have an idea to build one, but maybe you don't know how to exactly execute it. Send us, uh, send us, you know, a question. Send us, you know, some ideas to the Gadget Talk Podcast at gmail.com. And let us know as well as photos of builds that you've done. We'll actually next week be talking about some three D printing. And actually, I've received several photos uh, from people who have built caches from the podcast that we'll be sharing as well next week on the show. So I've been kind of holding them up for, uh, you know, a special show. So we'll have that next week. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun, a lot of fun. So, and it's that print's still going, and it's got oh, about another four and a half hours for this part, um, and we'll be getting into more of this next week. But the front part of that you're seeing there is actually a support because it's a jaw bone of a T Rex, and I have it on there just in case it needs it. So that that way it'll uh, it doesn't droop or bend down so that's what you're seeing there as it's making Mine just finished printing and there's chad's just finished printing something yeah so it's kind of cool lots of different Happy. things that you can do with the 3d yeah. printer yeah maybe i'm going to take up a collection i might have